Help keep the Diablo show healthy by supporting the Patreon at patreon.com slash frogpants. Goes a long way to help this show and others on the Frog Pants Network. Or you can go to the store and get the loot pinata just for Diablo show fans. That's frogpants.com slash store. So I got Beyond Earth and I played that a little bit and I thought, hey, look at this. I'm back into my 4X uh, freaking civilization mode here where a whole day can go by and I didn't realize it because I was so deep into this game. And boy, howdy, what a good time this can be. And then I got a ways in and went, you know what I really feel like doing? <laughs> I really feel like playing Diablo again. So F this, boop, turn it off. Crank up the Diablo, and uh, yeah, this is this is the sign. Well, this is how I know that at the end of this year, when I do uh, some deliberations about my favorite video game of the year, this is how I know that Reaper of Souls, even though it's technically an expansion and so much part of a larger game that it's hard to call it its standalone game, but so many things came with that that changed it, made it better. Hell, made me launch this show dedicated to it. That uh, it's very, very, not only likely, but I think almost at this stage, let's say the year ended tomorrow. Okay, say there's no Far Cry 4 or uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Is that what it's called? Inquisition? Obsession? That's like, that all sounds like a perfume name to me, that game. Anyway, let's say those came out and, and, and they were garbage and today was the day the year ended. I'm not saying they will be. They may be amazing for, for all I know. But so many other games have been bumped to next year. This is actually kind of an easier decision. But let's say that that was all the case. Reaper of Souls wins for me. And you say, well, why? It's a it's expansion based on a game that came out in 2012. It had some issues with that auction house and the way loot worked. And yeah, that's all true. But shouldn't your game of year be the one that no other games held a candle to and nothing else seemed to keep you away from? Because that's where I'm at with this. I'm feeling nostalgic, I guess, because we got BlizzCon next week, and I'm so stoked for whatever they're going to do there for all their properties, but Diablo especially. I mean, I'm, you know, we know what WoW is a new expansion. We got that. We're good. Great. Uh, that's coming out the following week, and we got, uh, you know, Here's the Storms, pretty much a known quantity. Not a lot to say there, except, hey, maybe it's in full open beta now, and we're out of technical alpha, and everybody can play. Maybe that's what happens. And maybe StarCraft legacy of the void this the that expansion is announced which would be great i'm looking forward to all of these things maybe there's a whole new third fourth thing fifth thing i forget about hearthstone anyway some new ip that they're going to announce they got a big block of blank space they haven't filled that all this is entirely possible but what am i most excited about whatever else they add to my game of choice right now which is which is diablo man i can't help it i'm gonna play them all I already do. What am I saying? I'm not going to play them all. Do play them all. This game. It just keeps dragging me back in. And this weekend was so good. I got a bunch of, I got like eight legendaries in a two hour play period. It's amazing what happens when you bump your, your torment level up because you're doing good, you know? Like, all right, I'm doing pretty good solo here. Let's see what I can do. Let's bump it up to torment four now and see how that goes. Ooh, doggy. Suddenly stuff's dropping like flies and it's a little harder, but hey, whatever. I changed a couple of things up in my rotation and uh, I'm just killing it right now. 
Just loving it. Oh, man. Loving it. Are you loving it? You should be loving it. And it's only a few days till BlizzCon. Please remember when you go, and if you see me, whether you're a WoW fan or an Instance fan or a Diablo Show fan or whatever, stop me. Say hello. Let's get pictures. Let's talk. Let's find out who you are. Let's find out who I am. I go there for this very reason. It's why I love that thing. It's why that's one of my conventions I always go to every year. So make it a point, will you? Because what else are we good for other than hanging out and getting to know each other? Scott, sorry for slacking last week. I've been feeling really bad about that you haven't found the the vault. So here Still haven't found it by the way. Here is my tip for you so you can get it because I know before I got it I was really kind of frustrated and felt left out. So the very best most efficient way to get it is to do split farm bounty runs. Just do those on end and it will happen. You got four people going to five areas and finding goblins while they do bounties. It's a one in 50 chance, so it happens. So that's what I recommend. Take care. All right. I really like the casual getting out of your car, give me a call kind of vibe I'm getting off you there, buddy. Um, I had not even considered this with with a way to do this with friends. I mean, duh, I could grab Ralph and Matt and Belfast, whoever else wants to go. Yeah, split it. So all four of you go off into four zones. One in 50? How do you get the number there, though? How is that? The, do we know those are the chances? Is that the RNG on that thing? Hmm. I'm pretty excited, though. That idea. I he, I got the call the other day and went, oh, you know what? It's something I haven't tried. I'm going to give it a shot. Sick of never getting into that place. Why not now? Hey, did you guys get that? Um, did you pick up that album that they put out? Blizzard did. Russell Brower and crew. I'm going to pull it up here real quick. So they put out, unexpectedly, I didn't hear about this. So this there was no real lead up to this. In fact, they didn't even put it on the, on the Diablo blog, which is really weird in my estimation. Let's see here. Diablo. It is called Diablo 3, The Haunted Sounds of Sanctuary. Soundscapes from the game. And it's just ambient noise from the zones you know so well. And I, I think it was primarily launched as a Halloween thing. And it was right on Halloween or the day before or whatever it was. And, um, but I mean, it's, and so, you know, in theory, you'd put it on speakers and put it out in your front yard and freak out kids and whatever. But I listen to it just because it's just great and it reminds me of the game all the time. So you get six minutes of Tristram. So here's a piece of it. Listen to that. Oops, made a beep. Here, I'll skip ahead a little bit. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, right? No. Here we go. Frogs, swamps. Yeah. There's more. All right, that's just one of them. They got cathedral, festering woods, spider caves, halls of agony, sewers. Halls of agony should have something in there. Let's see what we got. I mean, you know, it's Halloween spook music is what it is. I got it for eleven ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, eleven ninety nine on iTunes. The CD version is also available. 
at the Blizzard Gear Store, so you can get it either way. Pretty awesome, man. Loving it. Uh, in the news this week, the Halloween buff is in thick, happening right now. That's been nice, hitting those Paragons quick and stuff. Uh, it was see, it started on Friday, I guess, and will end Monday midnight. Um, it's too bad too because I get used to these things, and then I'm sad when they're gone. But uh, no boost to magic find or you know, sort of legendary drops or anything like that. We're talking strictly gold find, 100% boost to that. So double, basically, and double XP for the weekend. It's interesting they don't say double XP. And they say, but they say 100, 100%. Which makes you think, some people are like, well, if it's 100%, that's just all of it. No, 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 100% more. But that's like saying double, so I don't know why they don't just say double. Why are my kids so loud? Can you hear them? I can hear them. My name's Jennifer, and I listened to the show for the first time last weekend. And I have to say I'm a fan. My husband and I play on a nightly basis with my father-in-law, and we introduced him to the greater rifts. But I do have a question. We've run into a bit of a snag, and I was hoping you could give us a little bit of advice. We've noticed that we pretty much don't have any problem with the greater rifts until we get up to about the 17 or 18 level. Um, and then we pretty much get our butts handed to us. Is there any kind of advice, tips, tricks, or basically any, basically just run-of-the-mill advice that you can give us so that we can maybe hopefully get past that little bit of a slump that we're in so that Yes, you can, or there is, and that cut off funny. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, there is a way to to deal with this, and the, and the way to deal with it is first accept accept in your hearts and minds what rifts or rather greater rifts are actually for. Now, this is in their words and not mine, but Blizzard has described at length how greater rifts are used as a test, a test for. Your abilities as a player, your DPS, your survivability, survivability, did I say that that way? Survivability is what I meant to say. <laughs> survivability. Anyway, that's what it is. It is not necessarily, I mean, it's a fun way to play and you get benefits out of it, like legendary gems, like ranking, ranking those up. Um, lots of loot at the end, you know, all of that, all of that stuff is there. And then, you know, new mechanics to play with, like essentially making it a speed run and a kind of a horde mode um, and not having to stop and pick up stuff because there's no loot or cash until you get to the end. All, I mean, all those things add to the experience, but in the end, it's primarily a test. Um, basically, it's a testing facility to see how you're doing. And once I kind of got my head around that, I, I realized I'm, pl- I, you know, I don't want to play it wrong. Um because when you so like today I ran one I qualified for rank seventeen during the wave based ranking deal and got in there was doing killer and then just got my butt handed to me had to run from the from the uh, the checkpoint a couple of times after a couple of bad deaths and that meant I was just behind the clock by about thirty seconds that sucked because a I couldn't rank up the stone but b um, you know you had this feeling like well shoot I I can't progress now to a new to a new thing well that isn't exactly what it's for. Now the goal should be, in my mind, is to do other things in the game, maybe more rifts, but uh, greater rifts, but mostly rifts and bounties and combinations thereof and whatever. And um, 
get my guy more gear and bump up my torment levels and come up with rotations that help me survive in those levels and therefore get better drops and, you know, finish out my sets and all this kind of stuff. Because then I can go back into a greater rift, roll it again, put me in there at 18 or 19. Ooh, progress. All right. Ooh, and not only that, but I got to the end of 19. It's going to let me go to 20. Sweet. I'll upgrade my stone and I'm in at 20. Like that's what they want you to do. Rather than see greater rifts as an end route, see it as a test for what you are capable of doing. Because I believe that's what they intend with that. As best I can tell, that's what they mean to do. All right, let's move on here. BlizzCon Legendary Workshop is a thing. Did you guys hear about this? So during the, this is their quote, during the evolving Reaper of Souls panel at BlizzCon this year, developers Josh and Kevin and Travis will be analyzing how the team's loot design philosophies have changed over time and sharing a sneak peek of some of the upcoming items in development. In addition to this retrospective, they'll also be hosting a legendary workshop on the side. As part of that activity, we'll be inventing, or rather, sorry, inviting a few lucky BlizzCon attendees to join developers Julian, John, and Roger on stage to design a brand new legendary power. Together, they will review ideas submitted in advance by you, the community, as well as brainstorm new new ideas right there on the spot. Well, that make that's a scary idea, isn't it? Getting up on stage there, all those people. Ooh. Uh, submitting your ideas is easy. This is how you do it. They'll begin submitting, and they already uh, have, ex- or they, they haven't accepted them yet, but they will be uh, accepting submissions on Friday, November seventh at seven a.m. That's uh, 7 a.m. Pacific, I believe. Yeah, because it's 10 a.m. Eastern. And uh, you can you can submit your ideas three different ways. On the official Diablo 3 forums in their dedicated thread there. On Twitter, using the hashtag Legendary Workshop as the hashtag. Legendary Workshop, one word, obviously. And at the Community Center, located between Halls B and C, they'll have a place to do it there as well. Uh, you'll have until Saturday the 8th at 11 a.m. That's Pacific time again to submit your ideas. And then all that goes forward. It's an interesting idea. I don't know if I'm all that big on design, game design by committee, but when we're talking about just legendary power stuff, I mean, that's, that's fun. And how cool would it be to be the guy that was, you know, the dude on stage, what came up with the cool idea? Side note, this will not be me. <laughs> no way in hell that's me. Anyway, can't wait to see what they do, and I hope it's fun and good for the game. Scott calling about the Diablo show. This is Chris Smith. Uh, one thing that comes to mind that would be fun to hear on the show would be something that relates to theory crafting with relation to different classes. Uh, I know that I'm currently playing a monk seasonal uh, level 70, and I'm sort of stuck at uh, Torment 3 and 4 and haven't been able to progress beyond that. Uh, might be interesting to hear what other folks think about, uh, you know, progression and class-related issues. So if you can maybe uh, integrate that into a future show, that might be great. Uh, would love to hear about other people that are playing Monks right now because uh, that's where I'm sort of at. So anyway, love the show. Take care. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Um, I'm not huge as a player on min-maxing and theory crafting as a in kind of the hardcore way that you sometimes see that being done. And so it isn't so much that, how do I put this? 
It isn't so much that the show, I mean, I want the show to have lots of features and stuff to it. Okay. Especially if it continues past season two. So I want people to be able to get those kinds of things out of it. But what I think I'll do to accomplish that is, you know, farm around you guys and some of the people I play with and say, all right, who wants to get on here and talk about that particular monk build or why the witch doctor freaking goo build or whatever, whatever the hell they're calling their builds these days. Because they're a pretty gooey class, you got to admit. It's just big piles of vomit and frog guts, I swear. Um, but anyway, having them come on and say, well, here's why I've tuned this way and gone this direction. And based on this gear, it's why I'm choosing this this particular um, you know, set of skills or whatever. Sounded like Liam Neeson there. I've got a special set of skills. And now they're going to take you. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm all for that. So maybe more of that in the future. What do you think? I think that'd be all right. Um, let's see. You can't give the game to anyone for now. Oh, Scott, what are you talking about? Well, there's a, there's the question or here's the statement online. I bought a Diablo copy of Diablo online and by chance or what by any chance I could retrieve a game key for a friend to use. It's a very odd sentence, but whatever. Uh, gifting a digital copy of Diablo 3 and Reaper of Souls codes has been temporarily disabled, replied Blizzard. That said, we're going to restore that option as soon as possible. Uh, as people have been pointing out, new players can use the try option to activate a starter license and begin pur- purging demons from Sanctuary. Uh, of note, when the gifting option becomes available again, you'll see it during the transaction process when a license is purchased through the battle.net.shop or battle.net shop. Um, yeah, so for whatever reason, that went away for a minute and it's back now and who knows why, probably some glitch in the system. Nothing wrong with a good glitch in the system, right? Hey Scott, this is Mike from Coldale, Alberta. I just wanted to thank you for keeping my interest in Diablo 3. I actually started to play even more after watching you and some friends play and getting into more multiplayer, which I had never done before, thinking it was kind of dumb. It's not. It's really cool. The creepiest thing I've seen yet so far, though, is uh, Whimsydale. That really creeped me out more than anything else in the game, and I'm still kind of terrified by it. Um, Haven't seen the boat yet, but that's okay. Thank you. Bye. So a bunch of hotfix stuff went down for consoles because gems weren't working right or something. So originally they had said they're currently investigating issues affecting Ultimate Evil Editions games in which the hotfix was applied. One of these uh, issues included but not limited to reported loss of legendary progress. So people were ranking gems and then those gems were the progress on those gems. So if you give rank five, they were now down to rank two for no reason. Uh, so they have reverted the hotfix, basically taking it out. And this hotfix was there to fix a bunch of other stuff. Uh, they were asking people to, they say it shouldn't affect your game, but they do recommend turning on your con- turning off your console and on again, whether it be Xbox One or PlayStation 4, or I guess the other two consoles, I suppose. I don't know if they got patched, though, because they don't get any of this legendary gem stuff. So I don't know. 
Anyway, additionally, please note that joining an online game which is created with a hotfix active may cause players within the party to be affected by the reported issues. So it's like a virus that can spread to those who were previously not experiencing it. As a result, we advise using caution when playing online for the next 24 to 48 hours. It has now been about 48 hours, so I hope it's got it. They've got it worked out, but um, yeah, expect a fix coming. I, I meant to write down what all the issues were that the hotfix was for in the first place, but kind of doesn't matter now because it introduced a whole bunch of other problems. And I don't know, it just goes to show you, these things are complicated. Never easy, always tricky. Do what you can. That's what they do. Hi, Scott. This is Tim. Uh, this is a message for the Diablo show. Um, I just want to say, just been playing Diablo 3. I, like you, have been listening to the podcast for a long time and I feel your pain. And the fact that you've never found a treasure goblin um, open up the vault portal for you. It's literally just happened to me twice in a row. I could not believe it after waiting so long. And you really got to see it in there. They, I mean, the art direction is beautiful. Forget the gold, forget the loot. It just looks phenomenal um, in terms of the little add-on. So, yeah, good luck. Keep going. You never know. You know what this game is like. It could be the next one you click. See you later, dude. Um... So maybe I'm doing it wrong. Like, it occurred to me the other day, and I did like four bounty areas in a row. And I and I did probably six treasure goblins, and none of them had the portal stay up. But am I, I'm not supposed to go click that portal first, right? Or can I even do that? I guess i got to look this up. But there's, part of me says that, because um, I saw one pop today, and I just thought, he sure has that portal up for a long time. Am I supposed to go click it first? And then maybe I go in then. I'm supposed to kill him first, right? And then the portal pops. There's no weird strategy to that part, right? It just pops. It just, I mean, it hit, I'm not kidding. It hit me just now recording this episode that maybe I'm doing that wrong. I sure as hell hope not. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> Your phone calls and your emails are important. They come into the show all the time. And we've been doing a bunch of the calls already, as you can tell. And I love doing those. So please keep them coming. You guys have been awesome lately. Uh, There is a new number for you to call. If you want to know what that number is, well, I'll give it to you right now. 801-471-0462. 801-471-0462. I mentioned it last show. should do it again and repeat it again because the old number no longer works. So please use that one. 801-471-0462. 0462, or you can email us at, uh, ah, I just lost myself, uh, the Diablo show at gmail.com. That's the Diablo show or the Diablo show at gmail.com. And uh, attachments are welcome as well if you want to send uh, attached MP3s or what, what have you. Got an email here from Sawyer who says this Hey, it's been a while, but this is Storm Champagne's older brother, Sawyer. Well, hey, Storm's older brother, it has been a while. What do you think are the most important changes that made the game worth playing longer than just defeating the hell mode? Do you think removing the hell nightmare, etc. modes made that part of this uh, change modes changes part of the nostalgia for Diablo two? Anyway, have a great weekend. No, I think it's one of the great things that fixed this thing. So I think this game is better as a result in about a hundred different ways. But part of it is them um, accepting the fact that the old way in 1999 to 2003 to play Diablo may not work as well in 2014. The tastes have changed. The games have changed. MMOs have changed games. World of Warcraft changed the way Blizzard makes games or how their games are perceived. So I don't think you can just keep riding that train for as long as you want to. And 
just beating the game over and over in story mode no longer a cool thing to do. So I think what they did was kind of brilliant. Now, is it all tuned exactly the way it should be? Are there things they could do to improve all the difficulty system changes and stuff? Absolutely. But I don't I don't feel a great loss by that sort of force you to replay everything deal going away. And neither should you. As we know, BlizzCon is coming up soon, and there's a lot of talk of what is next for Diablo. My question for you is, how soon is too soon for another Diablo 3 expansion? And by that I mean, when is too soon for like a bump in level cap? I hardly ever get to play because I'm busy, as I'm sure we all are, and I'm very happy with where my character is right now, and I would actually be kind of upset if the level cap got bumped up. Give me new content all day, but leave my level the same so I can keep my gear. Thanks, Scott. Keep up the great work. All right. Well, it's a hard balance, isn't it? Because Diablo's whole mark on the video game kingdom is gear. It's all about the gear. So um, I guarantee you if there's an expansion coming, it will not be void of gear, of uh, level new levels. Um, and therefore, a bunch of new gear to earn because your old stuff won't be as good anymore. So... I mean, if if the last game or if this expansion we're on now is any any indication, you got ten new levels, a bunch of new gear, and all your level sixty stuff no no longer mattered. So I think you're kind of out of luck, dude. I mean, I'm I'm really hopeful that, and they've already proven this so far that they are willing to say, all right, well, here's a cap, and it's seventy, and then during that seventy to eighty, let's say, or before we're waiting for the next jump in a in an expansion we'll give you a bunch of other things to do at 70 and still have lots of progression whether it be through paragon whether it be through the gear itself earning sets re-rolling on those sets uh you know what what benefits we get out of rifts and the legendary gems and all that they've been willing to do that so they're they're answering your call by doing that very thing but at the end of the day it is an rpg at its soul and it does need progression and part of that progression is is leveling and i will be i will eat my hat if we don't get another 10 levels or at least five with this next with this next expansion i actually do have a theory about it being five i take a page from uh from warcraft on that to do that but anyway mark my words 10 more levels five at the least coming in that next expansion and hopefully a bunch of other interstitial stuff in between so that you sir will remain happy Got an email from Nariad from Portugal who says this. Hey, Scott, let me first congratulate your show and the general quality and consistency of all the Frog Pants shows. Oh, thanks, man. Nice guy. Says he's been a fan since the ELR, but that's back in the day. Just wanted to share uh, with listeners this trick I learned by chance the other day. If you press the Alt key while hovering over your ring or either of your rings, uh, you can also do this in the inventory, by the way. It will compare it to the other ring you have equipped instead of the default one. This way you won't have to manually check it like I did for ages. Or like he put he put here, like I did like a poop-tard for ages. Poop-tard. Uh, love the show and keep up the good work. Well, Nariad, if that is your real name. Um, yeah, I, uh, this is one I knew, but only by accident. Just sort of brushed past it once. Went, oh, that's a cool interface feature. And I've been using it kind of since without thinking much about it but you're right a lot of people may not be aware of this so comparing rings and making sure the right one's being replaced by the new one is truly better than the one you're replacing or the other offhand one make sure you're using alt and you all you have to do is just tap it and hold it to see the other ring comparison let up to see the other one back and forth like that it's very very nice i do wish more um, was included in the way 
in the way of uh, comparing stuff your companions have to what you have in your bags. Because what I do right now, it's like if I find a, a sword or a legendary, I think that uh, Zippy can use over there. What I usually have to do is equip his current sword on me and then put the other one in my bag and then compare it to what I'm doing and say, oh, that one's better. All right, cool. That means it'll be better for him. And then I put it over in his slot and then switch my stuff back in. It's a pain. Not simple, not easy. They could go a long way to to improve that whole system. I don't know if they plan to. I've heard nothing about that, but it's a known issue that that's, uh, the players aren't real happy with that. Anyway, great call. And, um, you know, any any tip, anytime you guys find a little thing you think is cool in the game, let us know. We'd love to, you know, pay it forward, as it were. Hey, Scott. It's Wes from Ohio. And I just wanted to call and say one of the, the features that I would love to see in Diablo, especially this time of year, being around Halloween, is holiday events. You know, they add this in uh, World of Warcraft, and there's uh, some holiday skins and Years of the Storm and um, I just think it'd be so awesome if Diablo had holiday events or at least uh, some holiday gear that you could get from bounties or rift bosses, uh, even if it was just transmog stuff, um, you know, or pets or, or wings or things you could add uh, just for looks. I think it'd be just a blast to try to get that stuff and keep the game fresh, uh, you know, year-round, something to do uh, during each time of the year. So I don't think it'd be a huge development effort. I think it'd add a lot of value, a lot of a lot of cool stuff, and I know I'd be stoked for it. Probably be the number one thing I'd like to see in the game. I'd like to see what uh, what your thoughts on that are as well. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Thanks. Great call, and I agree. More holiday stuff. I mean, Diablo is so perfect for Halloween. I would just—I think it'd be cool if it was just Halloween, <laughs> given how good they are with that. We got one more email here. This is from Robin. Wrote in and said, "So, you think I should play on lower difficulty settings? What do you think I should play on lower difficulty settings to just get through the story so I can get into adventure mode?" Hearing you talk about adventure mode and all the good in-game stuff is what got me jumping to or willing to jump back into the game. I played Diablo 2 for years and loved it. Thanks for the show, Robin. Well, Robin, uh, I have said this before and I'll repeat it. Um, well, I mean, you can only go so high in difficulty anyway. Um, so what is it, hard? is it hard or master? I think it's just hard. It's as high as you can go. Um, when you get good enough for hard and you're capped there... Just stay there because you'll get better gear, which means you'll get there faster, which means you'll just start tearing through it and it becomes easy anyway. So in other words, you could start out on easy or normal, I guess, is all they have there um, and stay there the whole time and you'll tear through stuff like it's made of paper, but you're not going to benefit from more XP and better drops and things like that that you would if you bumped it up as high as you can go in story, which I believe is either hard or master. I can't remember if you can go any higher than hard, but once you're there stay at hard or stay at the top because you're going to be good enough to where the point where it's, it's going to be like paper. Anyway, you're going to hit like the thirties and 40 levels and just go, well, this is, I'm glad I stayed here. This is a piece of cake. So yeah, I wouldn't adjust down if I were you, I may have, I may have advised that earlier in the, in the, uh, the very first week or two, 
of the expansion, but I'm not sure I would tell people that now. I think things have been balanced out a bit and I would, I would, I would recommend doing that and you're going to get through it just as quickly and enjoy it, dude. There's great stuff in there. You shouldn't try to avoid any of it. I love the story and you can't take that away from me. Before we get out of here, I want to thank some people who picked up the Diablo show loop pinata at frogpants.com slash store. And they include Julia Marine, Justin Forney, Terry O'Shell, Corey Delaney, James Americks, David Powell, James O'Dell, among others. You guys are amazing. I always try to re- read your names. If you haven't heard yours. I'll, I should have it in an upcoming show. Thank you for doing that. The Diablo Show Loot Pinata includes a big print of the, um, a 12 by 12 inch print of the album art for the show with my signature. Uh, that artwork on there is mine as well. And there's some other art included, including some printed comic strips that I did uh, about Diablo, some stickers, uh, coasters like cup coasters. It's awesome. Not only that, it's just a great way to support the show. And that's really what it's there for. So thank you, everybody who has uh, helped the show out by purchasing those. They're still available. If you go over to uh, frogpants.com slash store or just go to the Diablo site, which is frogpants.com slash Diablo. We have a link to it right there. And you're welcome to grab it that way. It's going to do it for us. Don't forget BlizzCon. Say hi to me when you're there, please. There's not going to be any kind of live show because this show is so weird and like quiet and intimate and personal anyway it's not like i'm going to get up on a mic and talk to myself and you know that'd be weird but i am going to do some interviews i'm going to talk to some other people and get some content for the show so the next episode of the show will have a lot of blizzcon stuff in it uh some of it might just mean be me in a corner with a recorder you know putting down my thoughts about what i just heard about uh, the next expansion or whatever it is they're going to announce or my interview with so-and-so, or whatever. I have press access, so I'll be hopefully talking to a few uh, Diablo devs during the pressers and stuff, so um, keep your eye on that. There'll be a live episode of The Instance on Saturday, sometime late afternoon, before the concert, or after, probably before is my guess. And uh, that'll be fun uh, as well. So you can catch, actually you can listen to that live. So just keep your eye on my Twitter stream uh, at Scott Johnson. And that'll tell you all you need to know. Frogpants.com slash Diablo is the website. Everything will be posted there when it is, including this episode that we're recording right now. The Diablo show at gmail.com is the email address. I gave you that new phone number just in case you need to hear it again. It's 801-471-0462, 801-471-0462. Keep using it. You guys are amazing today. What an amazing assortment of calls. You really made up for that one where we hardly had any. And that wasn't even your fault. <laughs> so thank you for that. At Diablo Show on Twitter. Or that's at The Diablo Show on Twitter. The other guy took it and wouldn't give me that one. Anyway, The Diablo Show on Twitter and me at Scott Johnson. That's going to do it. Going to go play some riffs. Going to have some fun with this game before I leave this week. Everybody be safe if you're going to BlizzCon. Drive safe, fly safe, be safe. Don't get too drunk. Look for me. I'll be around. I'll take pictures. My wife's going to be there so she can take pictures for us. Whatever we need to do, we can make it happen. And if you're part of the AIE uh, uh, Guild or any of the gaming groups that are part of AIE, don't forget to check out the Hilton AIE Guild Hall, which I will be spending a chunk of time in. And that's where all the live shows will be and all that stuff. All right, that's going to do it. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Frog Pants
Radio's network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. <laughs> 